Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word on this Monday morning so we can set the tone for the whole week. I'm bringing you today's word for January 10th, 2022. We're learning about the grace of God, the favor of God. This is a year of intentional progress for us. Not only do we believe that God is going to do great things in our lives in 2022, but we're going to be intentional about it. We're going to be deliberate and focused we're going to be intentional and purposeful in everything that we put our hands to do. We want to open up our hearts to receive everything that, that God has already ordained and released for this season. And so we're living in sync with heaven. We're ready to receive. And on today, as I'm get ready to release what God has already implanted in my heart to sow with you, I want you to prepare yourself to receive the word. Greater is coming for you. I want you to open up your heart to receive it. All right. So listen, a few days ago, I started, uh, of course, this year is a year of intentional progress. But a few days ago, I started a series on uh, life lessons from the life of Jesus. I shared with you part one, part two. Today's going to be part three. Before I do, uh, let me go back to the, the things that God gave me for this year. There are six steps that God told me to kind of teach you through and walk you through. And so the first one is praying and discerning. And then, you know, you see the whole circle here. But I'm starting with praying and discerning because I believe that that's really critical, right? This is how Jesus lived. And we're going to look at that today. You got to start with the heart of God. As you pray, you discern, you seek the face of God concerning what it is that he wants you to do in this season, in this time. Then once you know the will of God, then you can plan and prepare. Then you can wait on God's timing. Then you can launch out when God tells you to launch out. Then you exercise faith and patience. You have patience to your faith. And then eventually you're going to receive your harvest when your harvest comes due. So with that said, let's get ready uh, for the word this morning. So um, I've been praying about this and, you know, as it relates to, to starting with praying and discerning, we've been learning these life lessons from the life of Jesus. And this is part three. And last week we looked at John chapter five, verses 17 through 19. And then we looked at John five and 30. I want us to go back to John five and 30 again today. And I have two things to share with you in this morning. As I do, I want you to open up your heart to receive. John 5 and 30 is what we're going to key in on today. And I believe that God is going to bless you. Two things. Number one, you ready? Here we go. Number one, <clears throat> the key to making perfect decisions is simply doing the will of the one who is perfect. Let me say that again. If you want to make perfect decisions, you want your decision-making process to be perfect, then you should not be the one making the decisions. You should be letting the one who is perfect make the decisions and then you carry them out. In John 5 and 30 from the Passion Translation, the Bible says, this is Jesus speaking. Nothing I do is from my own initiative. Jesus said that. Think about that for a minute. Jesus was God in the flesh. And he says, nothing that I do is from my own initiative. As I hear the judgment passed by my father, as I hear what God has already decided, then watch this. Now I execute those judgments and my judgments are always perfect because I'm only seeking to fulfill the desires of the one who sent me. So my judgment is perfect because it's not my judgment. <laughs> my decisions are perfect because they're not my decisions. I'm only seeking to do what the one who sent me, sent me down here to this planet to do. And because I'm doing his will, I'm doing his bidding, 
then my confidence is in him and I get to receive what God has already provided. So let's pull the string on that. As we endeavor to make the most of 2022, one of the ways that we can increase the quality of our decisions is by learning from Jesus on this. One of the ways to, to increase the quality of our decisions is actually by making sure that our decisions are not our decisions, that our decisions are bathed in prayer. And these are things that we believe that God already ordained for for this season. So Jesus made it clear that he was not on this planet to do whatever he wanted. He he said, I'm only on this planet to do basically the will of the one who sent me. So he knew that he was here for a reason. And because of that, he limited his focus, his time, his, his attention, his energy and effort to only doing what he believed the one who sent him to this planet wanted him to do. And this is the ultimate way to live as a born again believer. The more we strive to live this way, you and I, then the more God will live through us because the more yielded we will be to him and the closer we will be to becoming the man, the woman uh, that God has called us to be for such a time as this. So let me say something about your decisions and your actions because your decisions and your actions matter. God has set up a system in the earth to where the earth functions on a system of sowing and reaping, cause and effect, and the free will of humans, right? So your decisions matter. Your your actions matter. You are today where you are because of the decisions and the actions that you made and you took yesterday. And you will be where you will be in the future because of the decisions and the actions that you make and take today right? So your decisions and your actions matter. The key is to seek God concerning those decisions because let's be honest, God already decided. And since God already decided, what we do is when we line up our decisions with decisions that we believe have already been decided, then we get to walk in what's already done. And so when, when, if you want to receive what's already done, you have to learn how to be connected to the one who already decided. Jesus said it this way. Let me read it for you again. John 5 and 30. Nothing I do is from my own initiative. Nothing. So as I hear the judgment that is already passed in heaven, as I discern what God has already decided, then I go out and I launch out to execute those judgments. And my judgments are therefore perfect because God in heaven is perfect. And I'm only seeking to do the will of the one who sent me. So when you are carrying out, let me, let me make it plain. Let me, let me break it down for, for the way that people can understand. Let's say a lot of us that are on this call, were in the military, but you don't have to be in the military to understand authority, right? So let's say that you're carrying out the orders of your superiors, your commander or your boss or whatever. You are carrying out the orders uh, of your superiors or the intentions of your superiors. At that point, you don't take on any pressure concerning those decisions because those are not your decisions. Those decisions were already be, already made, right? So you are not the one who decided. You are just the one that's carrying out the will of the one who decided. So you're carrying out their wishes. So when you're out there doing what your boss or your superior or your commander sent you to do, while you're performing their bidding, you're actually getting to operate under their power and their authority. If anyone questions you what you're doing, you can simply say, hey, I'm only doing what so-and-so told me to do, right? And at that point, then the power and the authority of so-and-so is the power and the authority that you're operating under because it's not your decision, it's not your bidding, it's not your will. You're only doing what somebody sent you to do. 
And, and guess what? When somebody sends you out there to do it, then they have to provide the resources for you to get it done. And, and, and they have to ensure that it's successful, right? And now you're operating under their power and their authority. That's how Jesus lived. Jesus was like, man, I'm only, I don't do, I'm not here on this planet doing whatever I want. I'm only doing what my father in heaven already wanted, what he already decided. And so now I'm here doing what the father sent me to do. I'm not doing my own bidding. And so he operated with fearless confidence because he knew that his confidence was not based in him. He was a man who was anointed by God. He operated like a human who was anointed by the father, like all humans. He operated as a human. He came to the earth, although he was God, he left heaven. He wrapped himself up in an earth suit and he's, he submitted himself to the human experience. He had to learn like all humans learn. He had to grow and develop like all humans grow and develop. He had, he had to be led of the Holy Spirit like all born-again believers have to be led of the Holy Spirit. He limited himself to operate within his vicinity. And when he was operating in Israel, he wasn't releasing power in China. He was operating within his own vicinity. He operated as a mere human. Watch this. As a human who was submitted to the Father in all things at all times. But since he was submitted to heaven, then he could release heaven on earth. He was able to release heaven on earth and operate with power and authority and operate with fearless confidence because he knew that all of heaven had to have his back because he was not the one doing it. He was only doing the will of the father. He was only doing the bidding of the father. Therefore, all of heaven had to back up what he was saying. All of heaven had to back up what he was doing. He was releasing heaven on this planet, and that's the way we're supposed to live. Your confidence can come from God when you know that the decision that you're operating under is not your decision, it's God's decision, and you're simply carrying out his orders. You got your orders from headquarters, and when you get your orders from headquarters, and you know that you're not doing it on your own, you can operate with fearless confidence because at that point, your confidence is not in you. Your confidence is only in God. Say amen to that. Heaven will back you up when you watch this. God watches over his word to perform it. Now, God doesn't have to watch over your word, but God watches over his word. And so when you're, when you are doing what God has called you to do and you're doing it his way and you're submitting unto him in all things at all times, and you're saying what he's telling you to say, and you're doing what he's telling you to do, then watch it. God is watching over his word. He's watching over you to perform it. He's moving stuff. He's going to be moving pieces on the chessboard for you and you're operating. You're taking a step because God is telling you to take a step, but there's 10 things happening in the spirit for you. Why? Because you're only doing what the father led you to do. This is how we're supposed to live. You want to experience God's best in 2022? Submit your will to his will. Submit your ways to his ways. Make sure that you're only doing what he's leading you to do, that you're only operating under his power, his authority, his might. And then therefore your, his favor will be upon everything you put your hands to do. You can prophesy to your hands and say, hands, you are blessed hands. Whatever I put my hands on prospers, and just as long as you know that you're not the one that's coming up with stuff, you're doing it because the father is leading you to do it. Say amen to that. I told you I have two things for you this morning. Here's number two. When you know that you're carrying out the will of the Father, you don't take on any pressure to perform. See, there's a lot of believers that take on pressure to perform. Matter of fact, there's a lot of believers that get stressed out. Mental health has been a challenge over the last couple of years. And there are people that love God who, who cry out to God on a daily basis and they're stressed out. They can't sleep. They're taking on the pressure to perform because they're taking on pressure to do things that maybe number one, God didn't tell them to do. But number two, if God told you to do it, then you should not take on any pressure to perform. The pressure is on him. If it's God's will, it's God's will. Let me read this for you again. John 5 and 30. Nothing I do is from my own initiative. 
as I hear the judgment that's already passed in heaven, as I hear the decisions that were already made in heaven, as I already hear what heaven has already decided, now I get to execute those judgments. I am executing what heaven has already decided. And I'm executing what my father in heaven already decided. Therefore, my confidence is in him. And I'm seeking, my judgments are perfect because he's perfect. And I'm only seeking to do what the father led me to do. So listen, as we seek to make the most out of 2022, right? And I already laid out these things for you. Yeah, you got to plan and prepare, lay out goals, ultimately pursue those goals, all of that stuff. That's great. As you, as you seek to do all of that, please ensure that you're doing it the right way. Please ensure that you're hearing from heaven every step of the way. The reason why I gave you six steps and step number one is praying and discerning. And actually throughout the whole process, there's more praying and discerning and waiting on God's timing and all of that is a reminder that is all about him and not about us. So as you are praying and you're, and you're discerning the, the will of God, remember it all has to start with him. If you're pursuing something that was birthed in your heart and not God's heart, then God doesn't have to do it. So now you're making a demand on God for something that's not yours, and you're going to have to rely on your power, your ability, your strength, and your money. And that's not a good place to be. But when you're doing what the Father told you to do, right? When you're doing what He told you to do, and you know that He decided from the foundations of the world, now that's a whole different story. Now I get to rely on His power, His ability, His strength, and His money. And so, yeah, yeah, now the pressure is not on me. The pressure is on him. See, faith begins where the will of God is known. I've told you this many times. So once you know this is the will of God, once you know this is what God said, and I'm only doing what God told me to do, then you can have fearless confidence. You know another way to say fearless confidence? Faith. Faith is all about confidence. So you can have fearless confidence or you can have faith because you know that all of heaven will have your back because you're not doing your will. You're doing the will of the Father. Say amen to that. Jesus had fearless confidence as a man. He was able to manifest heaven on earth daily. Why? Because he knew that he was not the one doing it. He said in John 14 and 10, it's the Father who lives in me. He gives me the words and he performs the work. And so when you know that you are a human conduit of the divine, when you know that you are operating with fearless confidence, when you know that you're only doing what the Father tells you to do, then you can have all your confidence in him and not in you. Jesus's decisions, the text says, were perfect because he was not operating. He was, he was operating as a man that was submitted to the father. So he was basically saying, my decisions are perfect because I'm not the one making the decisions. The one who is perfect, he made the decisions. And so now I'm submitted unto him. He waited to hear what his father in heaven had already decided. And once he knew what, what heaven had already decided, then he launched out under the power and the authority of those decisions. So living this way, he became a human conduit of the divine. He became a conduit of heaven on the earth. And guess what? You and I are capable of living the same way. This is how we're supposed to live. We can operate under the same level of confidence and power and authority and favor, but we must provide, watch this, for us, you and I, as Jesus is, so are we in this world, right? But for us, that's 1 John 4 and 17. But for us to operate the same way Jesus operated, for us to operate in the same level of power and authority, favor and might, we actually have to also provide the same level of submission where we're only doing what the father tells us to do. We're only saying what the father leads us to say. And, and when we do it that way, now we can operate under the same level of power, 
that Jesus operated in. I can't tell you how many times I'm going to make it real for me. I can't tell you how many times I've said something like the following said something like, Hey father, I was minding my own business when you told me to do this, right? I didn't even want to do this. I'm only doing it because you told me to do it. Uh, I'm doing it because I believe this is your will. This is not my will. I'm doing it because I believe it's your will. I'm out here doing your bidding, right? I didn't want to do it. This is not something I came up with. Matter of fact, if it was up to me, I would be doing something else. But you told me to do this. I'm doing it because you told me I'm only here because of you. Therefore, my confidence is in you. I'm looking to you to bring to pass your will in this situation. The results have nothing to do with me. It's your will. Therefore, it's your bill. I can't tell you how many times I've said something like that to God. So when I'm able to say something like that to God with a clean heart, and I know that I'm only doing what he told me to do, and I'm only saying what he's leading me to say, and I'm only doing it because I believe that it's God's will. It's not my will. I didn't even want to do it. Then at that point, I take on no pressure to perform. The one who sent me has to bless it. The one who sent me has to make it successful. My confidence is in God and not in me. Because at that point, as a matter of fact, it's not even about me. I'm not even doing something that I wanted to do. So there are many times in my life, just to be clear uh, and make it plain, where for me and my wife, Isabella, who's on right now, there have been many times where like, I've, I've had this conversation with my wife. Well, babe, we're only doing this because God said, right? And because we're only doing it because God said, and we're only, we're only here because God told us to be here. We're only doing this because God led us to do it. Remember, it was God. I didn't want to do this. You didn't want to do this. And because we're doing what we believe the Father has told us to do, then the Father has to bless it. Now, let me be clear about something. Just because God said it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Let me slow down. I'm going to repeat myself for the people in the back. Just because God said it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. This doesn't guarantee that because God said it and you're doing what God said, that it's going to come without challenges. See, there is a devil and he gets a vote. Not only that, not only is there a devil and he gets a vote, but the devil uses people, right? I mean, the devil has a lot of people on this planet that are susceptible to his influence. And so he, the God, while God is using people, the devil's using people too. And so there's going to be people that are influenced by Satan. They may not even know that they're being influenced by Satan, but they will be influenced by Satan to try to frustrate you, to get you to give up and cave in and quit. There will be people that Satan influences to try to get you frustrated, disillusioned, hard to get along with, to get you to the point where, where you want to give up and cave in and quit. But you can't do it. As a believer, listen, you got to remain in faith, fully believing that if God said it, it has, to, it has to come to pass. It's not your will. It's his will. You, you are doing what you believe that God told you to do. And at that point, the only way you can lose is if you quit, if you take the L, if you accept the loss. So let me, let me close today by encouraging someone. Um, I was writing this out a few minutes ago. I'm speaking to someone right now who knows that they're doing what God told them to do. You know that, but you're also frustrated. You're frustrated because things are taking longer than you wanted. You're frustrated because things are harder than you expected that, you know, they would be because you're doing the will of the Father. So I need to minister to you today. Listen, I want you to be encouraged. Look up and not down. Look forward and not backward. Greater is coming for you. If God said it, it has to come to pass. 
God's promises are still good. God is still God. He's still sitting on the throne. God is still going to back every word that he has released. God is still watching over his word to perform it in your life. Now, God never said it was going to be easy, but he has given you the grace to endure and to overcome. Look at me. God has great things in store for you for 2022, but you can't give up. You can't cave in. You can't quit. If you give up, you will cut yourself off from God's best. If you allow yourself to delve into fear and doubt and unbelief, then you run the risk of missing out on what God promised you. So greater is coming for you. I just want you to keep believing. If God said it, he has to perform it. If God promised it, he has to make it good. There's no way. I mean, God can't lie. It, it is God is incapable of lying. So don't give up on God because he will never give up on you.